All right, Jen Zaki, White House Press Secretary, for anybody who doesn't know. On Thursday, she goes into a White House press briefing. She says, we are flagging problematic posts for Facebook that spread disinformation. But wait, this was already fact-checked. And debunked. And debunked. We were told they weren't going to do that. We were told you were crazy if you thought they were going to do that. You were a conspiracy theorist. You were getting laughed out of any polite conversation about politics. But nope, no, apparently that's just standard operating procedure for the White House is to go in and put pressure on private companies to censor information that they don't like. Saying the quiet part out loud that we all knew reasonably, of course they've been doing for years. This Absolutely. was it didn't start with COVID. It's just ramped up and become more visible. But now they've admitted to it. So that's cool. What's also not great is now from a new report from Politico, and I'll just read this off here. Biden allied groups, including the Democratic National Committee, are also planning to engage fact checkers more aggressively and work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. Oh, my fucking God. In case you missed it. They're reading your texts. That is what this would do. This means it would be going in, monitoring your texts, and then censoring your private conversations if you say something that isn't compliant with the current COVID official narrative. Debunked. I I say the current narrative because how many times has it changed? Masks don't work. Now they work. Lab leak is a debunked conspiracy theory. Now it's the most likely scenario. And how many people have been deplatformed and lost their careers over these things that were debunked conspiracy theories? I digress. That's a slightly separate issue. But what we're looking at here is people looking at going into your private text messages and reviewing these people are shocked. Don't be shocked. This was exposed 10 years ago by Edward Snowden that they were using warrantless searches to go through your private conversations and and your communications. They're only taking it one step further in once they've reviewed them and seen something they don't like, they want to actually censor it. So this isn't news. Now they've gone to action. Also, James, what... What is that word when you have the government and private corporations working together to suppress the spread of information among their citizens? What is that word? I kept hearing it the last four years. What it starts with an F. What is it? Oh, Big titty goth girls. Big titty goth fascism. <laughs> Big titty goth fascism. So, uh, this is literal fascism. In one of its most purest senses, you have big businesses, the largest companies in America... And the government working together to not only destroy the Fourth Amendment or any semblance of it that was already left, now they're actively acting against what they deem to be wrong. You are, On any social media platform right now, if you make anything, if you say the word COVID anywhere, it could Pops be a 10-hour video, there's a banner on it, check for missing, it's like, fuck you, I'm so tired of that shit. And then again, you have all... Again, instead, you turn on the news. Every issue is dominated by the most trivial fucking aspects or the worst idiots and demagogues who are never going to do anything to continue the conversation. Meanwhile, all these problems just keep getting worse. We keep going deeper and deeper. They get a lot. They have gotten so bold where they just steal out in the open. And I want to kind of jump with that to one of our other topics is this fucking Hunter Biden situation where he's apparently this artist now in what is... The clearest money laundering operation I have ever seen. Debunked. What do we... (laughs) Show's over. Show's over. (laughs) So you've got Hunter Biden, the son of the current president. He didn't do anything weird in Ukraine. With already very suspicious connections to Ukrainian businesses. Nothing nothing suspicious 
Trump's the, kids, the, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Orange. Orange man, bad. <laughs> so now he's selling artwork from anywhere from fifty to $100,000 a piece. No, 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 no. Some of them are uh, up million. to half a million. Oh, sorry. To donors that not only are currently anonymous, but the White House, which again, led by his father, the president, is helping to make sure they remain anonymous. Ah! I see nothing wrong with this. And if I hear one more thing about January 6th, I'm gonna blow my brains out. I just saw again today, now new developments. Do you remember when COVID started and you had those piece of shit senators who fucking had the insider knowledge, sold their stocks before everything got went to the shit? Yeah. We just found out now Pelosi did even more of that than we thought. Not a single fucking word about it. Not a single cable news reporter is gonna come out and talk about how Nancy Pelosi is a cru- corrupt, horrible piece of shit. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, the people who pretend to oppose Nancy Pelosi are the squad. You have AOC, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ilhan Omar, etc. And they'll, they'll tweet, they'll bitch and moan about it. But every time a vote comes around, they go ahead, they vote in lockstep with her. Um, I'm sure that it's very likely that they're going to be benefiting from whatever type of insider training that the other senators were caught with and never prosecuted for, that Nancy Pelosi has been proven to do and will never be prosecuted for. They're, they're going to all benefit for it. Because what was that thing George Carlin said? It's all one big club and you're, you're not in it. in it. Or and what did Harry Truman say? If you, The only person who gets rich while in political office are criminals. Every fucking politician is a millionaire now. Well, what's really interesting, especially too, you know, you look at AOC specifically with her eat the rich hoodies as she is just raking in ridiculous amounts of cash. Such a scumbag. And again, telling us that we literally can't pull ourselves up in society while she goes from being a bartender to a congresswoman in like what, like two years or something like that. I mean, she's she's living proof that you can do it. And then she has the audacity to tell you, oh, no, you can't do that. You're a victim. You, you can't do it. Just let me tax you more in omnibus bills that will ultimately fuck your future. And also let me vote to reconfirm Nancy Pelosi with a big old smile on my face and be clapping along. Oh, also, It's and- one big party. I'm sorry. This is fake resistance. And also, on top of all that, during a pandemic, I'm not going to actually f- make sure to vote on a bill that would give everyone health care. You know, there was a way that people could have done that. It- it's like if you force it. It's like if you, you f- force it to happen. What would you force, though? Hmm. A vote? A, vo- a vote? One can dream. One can dream. It's almost as if all the shit lib, piece of shit, asswipe, corrupt, fake news sources, one push came to shove to really do one of the make one of the greatest progressive accomplishments in the, like the last 50 years in America at one of the most crucial times ever that we had the votes you had the votes all they had to Literally. do was just actually vote and they and make sure the vote happened and they didn't do it because they don't care about you it's fake it doesn't matter what they say it doesn't matter if they say what you like they don't care never believe a politician if they say they care about you everything they do is out is for their own interest not yours and if you're lucky they might align some of the time and and I'll tell you what as far as this specifically goes any politician going forward from here, I think this is a fair assessment, in the next elections, so the midterms, in the elections in 2024, anything going forward from here, anybody who was in Congress during the pandemic 
who did not actively fight for you to get health care in a deadly pandemic never will. They will never fight for you to have health care beyond that. And that's and we never talk. It's embarrassing. We even have to explain that. Instead, no. But I guarantee. I guarantee. I want to know in 2022 how many congressmen, like who, they're going to make that a key part of their platform. These fucking scumbags are going to be coming out and talking about you deserve health care, and they're going to have their their legions of roaring fans. Like yes, this is the energy we need in the 2020s. Yes, and then they're going to fuck you again and not vote for it and refuse to even have a vote on it. And and that that's what you're going to keep getting with the Democratic Party. I'm sorry, it's fucked. There's, the Justice Democrats are failed. Kyle Kalinske said it. He co-founded it. They have failed. They are visibly corrupt grifter politicians who, again, they're doing what Pelosi and Schumer want them to do. There is no actual progressive movement at the federal level in the United States of America. So I think the, you know, we, as always, we're talking a lot about how just the fundamental institutions that make up politics, the Democratic and Republican parties, all these news organizations, they're just dog shit. I wipe my ass with them. That's what they're worth, if anything. And one of the sickest developments, this has been going on since Trump, but you yeah. know, I still see it. I still see stickers. This rehabilitating of George W. Bush. The arguably That's fucking gross. Definitely top five worst presidents in American history. I think. Modern, Probably the worst of our lifetime. Of our, in modern American, say, post-World War II, Yes, I think Probably. he was in terms of what he did and the problems that we are still dealing with. And 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 to be clear, the things that he did wrong and this the sheer lack of doing anything good. His destruction the of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, out the fucking window. Eighth Amendment toward this torture program. Facts. Um, I'm sure, fucking what else? I'm going to say he broke the third. He probably made soldiers stay in my house. <laughs> That's my favorite amendment, by the way, because it's the most like irrelevant. It, ah, you, you never know. We'll you see. never know. I, I don't want to push that. I don't but, think um, Milwaukee will ever be this. Unfortunately, Milwaukee will never be this. <clears> Victor, <throat> Idaho. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Have we spilled the bag on our location before, I think? How, I can't even keep track. I think We're in so. Cleveland. We don't really have a location. We're actually ethereal. <laughs> We're members of the Space Force. <laughs> By the way, quick question because no one really took the Thank space, us for our service. I feel like the Space Force came out of nowhere and like Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Save us. Save us. Bush. Bush bed. Bush bed. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The rehabilitation of Bush, a guy who has l- caused the death of so many people. I got stats. Keep talking. A mil- he's gonna pull those up. A million for sure. How much, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, all those people, all the, the fucking deregulating he did of Wall Street that helped accelerate the coming 2008 financial crash. The fact, how blatantly corrupt he was and the fact that Dick Cheney was clearly pulling all the strings in the background. Dick Cheney, who took a $35 million golden package from Halliburton as he was entering the White House and then got gave his former defense contractor no bid contracts worth billion. Do you know how rare a fucking no bid contract is? It doesn't happen. And guess what, he got caught Nothing happened. Nothing happened. They said, no. "Hey, you have to make sure you stop give, it. You have stop to make, you it. have to just make sure you give all the defense contractors equal chance." Now, it's like, no, no. Well, obviously, you do that. We want <laughs> him in <more>. jail. <laughs> but so, no. it's the justice system is. A and he also joke. shot somebody. That wasn't great either. Oh, and then Eric. And, oh, but sorry, Eric Garner, you were selling loose cigarettes. Time to die. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's Tamir America. Rice. Sorry, Tamir Rice. You had a toy gun in an open carry state. Oopsie. Target acquired. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's America is, is where somebody like Dick Cheney can completely get away. Scott shot with his friend war crimes, shady business dealings that result in the deaths of tens of thousands of civilians. <laughs> Probably orchestrated nine 11. <clears throat> I can bet that I need to be there. What? What? Yeah. We're going to war. <laughs> Oh, sorry, they won't allow that. It's not the illegal, kills millions of people for no reason type of war, so they're not okay with it. They're, hey, violence is never the answer. Should have, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you some stats real quick. Please. So George Bush, the reason why we bring this up is he recently went on some irrelevant legacy cable media appointment television boomer establishment garbage. Fair approximation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so what he did is he, he's saying... Well, let me tell you, withdrawing from Afghanistan, it makes, it makes me sad. Me and Laura are very concerned about, about the civilians in Afghanistan. So let me give you some fucking stats about civilians in Afghanistan. Over 47,000 civilians in Afghanistan are dead because of Bush. And that's not even, those are rookie numbers for, for Bush. Nothing. That was his warm up. Yes, for, for, listen. Tens of thousands of Afghani people died for an attack that they didn't commit. But I digress. Then, but that was just a warm up because then we went to Iraq and the estimates range between 185,000 to 208,000 civilians dead in Iraq. And that doesn't even count the millions of people that were displaced. That doesn't count the fact that both were illegal wars on a sovereign nation, especially Iraq. That leaves out the conversation of the torture programs and full-blown torture camps like Abu Ghraib. I literally, for YouTube purposes, can't even tell you what they did there. They were extremely gay. With brooms. Yeah. <laughs> Both ends. Okay. Listen, again, we really can't go into detail. Like, we will seriously be taken down because of Our, the, the, the graphic nature. The were so bad, we cannot accurately describe them without... Breaking decency laws, literally. Literally. So Google it and, and understand too, these are not conspiracy theories. These these are all things that because they at some point made a blip on the national news, you can you can find all of this in the first page of the Google results when you Google these things. Imagine what we don't know about what went on over there. <sighs> yeah, and again that get oh no, but um Trump was so mean tweets. Well, to be fair, so Trump didn't selfish. stop any of this, though. Trump let Guantanamo keep going. Exactly. Trump did not pull out of the foreign wars like he said he was going to do. Attack Syria, just like Obama did. Exactly. I mean, Biden just struck Syria, too. I mean, even, even members of his own party are coming at him for that, which is really rare, by the way, to see Democrats actively come out in large numbers and actually vote. Although, although it's a, as if they probably, they, they probably wouldn't, you know, vote against it anyway, but fucking obviously they met and they're like, Hey, we need to get some people on your side. Like it's just moving chess pieces to me. Like now to bring this full circle with Bush specifically though. Um, one of the other things that we want to talk about, cause we were previously talking about the new look at censorship of your private text and how they'd be reading it and all that. All of this is possible because Bush put in the Patriot act, which is just the most, clear violation of your first and fourth amendment rights and it has been extended by every president since obama's guilty trump is guilty now biden is looking to use it will be guilty 100 percent. as if he's not already of course he's already guilty of that but yeah i mean because again these are this is the thing we can only tell you to avoid being literal conspiracy theorists we can only tell you what we know from like 
first page Google results, okay? This is all very public, publicly available, public knowledge kind of stuff that we're sharing. Imagine the stuff we don't know that has not been leaked by whistleblowers who are heroes and usually get smeared by corporate media or thrown in jail or are never able to return to or America. Or tortured. Or tortured. It's, it's a sick system. And to wrap up with Bush... He's the worst of the absolute fucking worst, the worst president of our lifetime, hands down, probably the worst that we're going to see for a long time. If you say you're a Democrat, liberal, whatever the fuck, you're on the left, you're Mr. Moral because you hate Trump, and you and you go around and you say anything to humanize, rehabilitize, act like Bush is somehow now this misunderstood character who we didn't appreciate it. Because fuck. he opposed Trump? That's that's your litmus test. If you oppose Fuck Trump, you're good. You. Fuck Richard you. Spencer opposed Trump. Yes, that is lit- that is people- literally he endorsed Biden. That's a different conversation. But literally, Richard Spencer in this last election opposed Trump. Are you going to rehabilitate him too? Maybe. He has a good haircut. He's hot. Wrong. No fuck. If you if you participate in that bullshit, fuck you. And guess what? Tell a fucking mother who lost one of the thousand tens of thousands of soldiers we lost in those bullshit illegal wars. Say, hey, no mean tweets. Your son would have wanted no mean tweets. (laughs) Fuck you, you fucking scumbag. That's the type of bullshit privilege that they like to accuse everyone else of having and saying they're these moral purists because they Trump is so evil. It's like, you don't even fucking know what goes on in your own country. You've never read a book. You know jack shit. I'm so sick of fucking hearing from these people. Our opinion is already worth so little and yet it's worth so much more than most people. How does that happen? To wrap up, here's our homework. Abu Ghraib, A-B-U space G-H-R-A-I-B. I want each of you to email us a three-page MLA-cited paper on why Abu Ghraib would have benefited from having more guards that were BIPOC. So we're in an exciting time right now. We're heading into the decline, the sunsetting of our empire. Um, you know, I think you told me once that if you look at history, actually 250 years or so is kind of the typical things when be, you know time when things begin to not go so well in terms of empires. And if, if you large, have an empire, right, it, it it you know it'll it'll be climbing up and then it'll kind of plateau and then kind of at that 250 mark, give or take, kind of starts to. Round that hill, and what? And we're right on schedule for that. I know there are a lot of factors when it comes to like that you can look back in ancient Rome and other and the Byzantine Empire or mm-hmm. whoever, and I'm sure there are a lot of factors. But one I know for sure that is always there um, is military the British Empire. If we're looking more recent, yeah. military overexpansion. Yeah, and that's, that's exactly one. where we the end. British Empire. And what happens is you begin like again. We live in like we're still the richest company that's ever existed. So like things in the day to day still look good, but like. We're starting to break down where we can't manage basic problems, and it's going to start devolving to the point. I don't know in what type. Fr- yeah, basically, on I don't know what time frame, but like eventually we're going to stop. Like we're going to stop being able to like put out fires in places, and like all we this have a crazy- massive water shortage in the southwest, and people and are not going to have enough- food, and things are going to really yeah. start devolving. Like I don't know what area will be hit for. I don't know what time meat frame. shortages that have been going on throughout the entire Absolutely. year. I mean. Yeah, every example you're giving of what will happen is already happening. And here's the thing. It's on a small, generally localized scale, but these things are already happening. Here's the thing, though, when it comes to all that. America is very likely going to crash into the ground and devolve. I don't know. It might not become a ruined state, but it's not going to be the best country in the world. It, If we're lucky, we'll, be, we'll manage to get our shit together enough in the long term to, like, 
yeah, we're not the biggest and best anymore, but we live comfortable lives. We have a decent society. We've really tried to like have basic freedoms and keep things running. And I don't, that's the best possible future. Best case scenario, we end up like what Britain is now. Yeah, but here's the thing. We should, America, I think, could be the first empire and we shouldn't be an empi- empire, first of all. We should, our first move to save the, the empire wars. is to stop being an empire. We don't have to. America has the tools to continue to be the best country in the world for a long time. I understand China has a lot of impressive things, especially about the way it handles its infrastructure and how efficient it is at modernizing and its industry is insanely impressive. But you gotta rem- it's not talked about enough that... They are a human rights abusing nightmare totalitarian hellscape that is so thick with pollution you have to wear masks even before COVID walking around a lot of their big cities and they shit in the middle of nowhere in the in the rural areas. They just shit on the ground everywhere. Like they're not this modern socialist utopia that is gonna outpace the US and be this real socialism has never been tried. Thralling, beautiful utopia. Maybe down the line. But America has, we have the resources in terms of like raw natural resources and fuel and all these things and the innovation and the history and the sharing of information and technology and all. We could be the best country for a long time, but we have gotten ourselves so deep in a hole where everything is just corrupt and systemically terrible and poorly managed that it would take such a massive focused generational effort to really set ourselves up for a good future and i just don't think anyone is really willing to make that push and get us to make those investments so it's just going to be a a decline well it doesn't help that we're so massively divided a uh, a recent study came out um well actually it was a poll basically went after nominal democrats republicans and independents they didn't you know go on third party lines or anything they just went with independent and the overall was that 35 percent of the country supports some sort of peaceful or violent divorce, you know, some sort of secession or balkanization of the U.S. or, or whatever it is, but they're they're saying they want to split. And that actually puts us not far behind what these statistics were for the American Revolutionary War for breaking away from England and also <laughs> from the original Civil War back in the 1860s. Um, so a country that divided, I mean, Abraham Lincoln said at best, you know, that a country can't divide it amongst itself, can't stand, or a house divided amongst itself can't stand. And so I think if you look at that, when we're already facing an imperial decline, and then we just have this deep societal division where we don't see each other as Americans, that's wildly dangerous. The other thing you got to keep in mind too, is, you know, people talk about you know, what, what, what would a, a new civil war or, or breaking apart of America look like? I'll tell you what it'll Not look good. like. I'll tell you what it'll look like. First of all, it would be a modern civil war where, you know, you don't have clear battle lines. You're going to have basically urban versus rural. There's that. But worse is that that's not going to last for very long because the other countries of the world like China and Russia and Iran possibly or North Korea, they're going to make moves quick. With us out of the way fighting amongst ourselves, not only would they be imperializing and colonializing all over the world, it's very likely that there would be some type of attack on, if not the mainland U.S., they'd be going after like Guam, Alaska, Hawaii, you know, various territories and whatnot. And so this, this is why it's so dangerous seeing how truly divided America is. How do we fix it? I genuinely don't know how or if we can at this point. You know who taught, you know, who 
kind of put the dread on me about this was actually Ben Shapiro because Ben Shapiro, one no. of the, no, 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 here's one, one of the, th- I know he makes a lot of bad points and Ew. I think he, and I think he does make some good ones. And one of the ones he makes is the sad reality is when you're talking about like, say the division in America, you can't have unification. Like all these politicians pretend they want. You can't have it if they like, because of they've so masterfully divided us in a sense that a lot of people on the left now see America as this, fundamentally broken, racist, evil, whatever you want to attribute, colonial, awful nation, and they genocide the Native Americans and all that, like, all that's true. It is all true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they, they don't see any redeeding qualities they in America. They don't see any, any They want it to torn it, down. Yeah. And, be, and then you have people who think America is the best, best country in the world, and it shouldn't be changed at all. In fact, we should revert to, like, our even shittier ways. Right. Those two people are fundamentally incompatible. And the problem is, and this is, I'm being a little biased against the left. People, I think that it's, you know, in the long run, it's easier to work with people who say America is so good and convince them things need to change for the better than someone saying America is fundamentally can never work for, you know, anyone who's not a white man. You know what I mean? Like those are. I, I, I could see. I could see what you're saying. And again, we're not talking about probably all the population. I think we're obviously blowing up the extremes as, as we normal. Are. But still, if they're in the conversation, that is going to come up. And, and you know, again, because I'm until the nukes start popping off or until the foreign flags start flying in, the media is going to continue to push that divide. Well, that's absolutely true. Because you know, at this point, if you look on you know CNN and MSNBC versus Fox News, because let's be real, in corporate media, that basically is kind of the divide, right? You know, they've set themselves up as the propaganda network of their given party, the Democrat Party, the Republican Party, and what you see is just. 24-7 wall-to-wall coverage of why your fellow American is the enemy and how scary they are and how you can't trust them and, and why you shouldn't why you shouldn't and that's just deeply unhealthy and that's why you know shows like the rising or shows now like breaking points things like that where you actually have a leftists and conservative come together and work out their differences and, and, and talk about these things. That's why that shit's important. Mike and I don't even agree on everything and, and, and we, we work it out. But there's a certain level of respect for fellow Americans and just a, a humanity of it that needs to come back. We got to stop viewing everybody as the other or the enemy or as un-American or as American being bad. Um, Otherwise, what we're going to do is things are going to devolve into a situation that is worse, not better, and we're not going to come back from that. And I don't think most people are really prepared for what that's going to entail.